Welcome to the Elevate Your Business podcast. We're going to be creating personalized strategies to grow your business in tune with every facet of your being. This podcast is here to help you find alignment in all that you're doing, expand your mind to your growth edge, and to help you embody all that you desire. We'll be diving deep into topics that will move the dial in your business, uplevel your knowledge, but also your mindset to grow your business with a mix of smart strategy fused with feminine energetics. Welcome back to this week's episode of Elevate Your Business. So today is going to be a conversation about sales. So I had a conversation with a client uh, just recently, and we were talking about discovery calls. We were talking about calls that she had had with some potential clients, and the client they had gone really well, and the clients had kind of both um, uh, not had uh, objections, but I guess they both went away from the conversation together and said, you know, I really, they, they felt good. And they said, okay, let me just work through a couple of things. One had to wait for a designer. One had to wait for, you know, a, a few other things that were happening in her business in order to make a decision. And one of the things that we need to do as salespeople, which is sometimes uncomfortable for people. So this is why I'm talking about it. Cause I really think this is going to help a lot of you is help them make a decision on working with you. And sometimes people say, you know, bring up, you know, objections and say, let me just go and talk to my husband or, you know, let me just think about it or sleep on it overnight. And that's fine. You don't want to have to force people. And we're not about forcing people on, 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 on discovery calls or on sales calls into working with you. But sometimes you can help them navigate some of the questions that they don't even know are even coming up in their mind. And I have a really important question that is really effective at doing this. So I spent many, many, many years in sales. And I was uh, called the number one sales closer. I was the, the, the closing queen in, um, in our business, closing millions of dollars worth of business every year. And this question actually used to make one of my bosses squirm because it was quite direct, but it was one of the best questions that I could ever ask. And it allowed me to close so much business because I knew where I stood at the end of every conversation. And that question is, so when you're on the, when you're on a discovery call or just having a conversation with somebody who you are, hopefully is going to be a potential client, you've had your call. All right. And so this isn't about like how to actually have that call. Cause there are some structures of having sales calls, but towards the end, one of the best questions that you can ask them is what is standing in your way of working together with me. Okay. So find your own words in saying that. So, you know, I, I really appreciate having a call with you. I would just love to know if there are any things that are standing in the way of working together or, you know, something to that effect, what will usually happen is they will say, um, so they will often say, well, look, I really love what you do, but I am meeting with two other people, you know, at the end of this week. And I just want to kind of evaluate the three of you and um, on a price level, I re and then they will often go on, right? They will often say, I really love uh, your work. I really love what you, yeah, I love the examples that you show me. You know, I have had one call with one person and you're a little bit higher in terms of your price. Ding, ding, ding. They've given you a little, a little nugget there that you can go on. Um, and, um, but I just going to meet with these other couple of people and then I'll make a decision. So in that, you know, in asking that question, they've told you, okay, they're evaluating you against other people, which is fine. And which is often what I say, I say to people, go and interview two or three or four, however many coaches that you want to find the person that's the right fit. But you know that you can address the uh, objection of being a little bit more expensive, right? So that sometimes they may say, oh, well, I have, um, you know, I have a resource that's really, really cost-effective 
and you're much more expensive. There's, you know, there's another example. You can address that. So you can address the objection. This is what you're trying to tease out. You're trying to figure out if there are any objections, then what are the objections? Or, and so when it comes to price, you can then list out the reasons why, you know, you might be a little bit more premium cost, uh, premium priced. Sometimes it's not actually even a valid, uh, it's not even true. So you might say, well, would you, would you mind, you know, are you comparing apples to apples is one of the questions and it's kind of making sure that, you know, exactly what you're offering is what they're offering. And they'll say, no, you know, they're doing a VIP day and I'm doing a full website build. Okay. Well, you're, you're not evaluating the same sort of things, the same time frame, you know, the same kind of experience, the same portfolio, the speed, the customer service, you know, all of those things will help you, you know, um, justify why you are maybe a little bit more expensive. And don't feel like you have to justify your price, but it will just help you, you know, be able to highlight and without, you know, um, bashing the other person, being able to highlight the premium, uh, you know, nature of your business or just why you are worth that price. Okay. Uh, another way, another kind of example is, when you ask that question, sometimes they say, you know what, I really, I, I'm, I'm decided, I really want to work with you, but I just need to work through a couple of things. I'm waiting on uh, a resource or I'm waiting on my VA to kind of like come up with some graphics or I'm, you know, I'm waiting on some stuff and you can say, no problem. That's great. So then you can use your closing techniques to say, look, what we can do is while we're waiting in the next two or three weeks for your designer or your, for your VA or whoever to come back to you, we can get our contract sorted. We can get this, um, the time locked away. You can use a little bit bit of I guess it's not scarcity but a, a little bit of, of like of, of natural business pressure to say look I have some availability this month if you want to block into this month or if you're interested in in, in like kind of pre-booking for next year then or for you know for the following month or the month after that then we can I can take a deposit and you can lock your yeah, you know lock your position in for March or for February or for wherever whenever the person is you know whatever the following months might be so just again asking that question and then it what it does is it highlights what it's not an objection, but it's just an obstacle that's kind of standing in your way, which is this person's waiting to hear back from somebody else in order to make that decision. Uh, then it helps you handle that, you know, quote unquote objection. If the person then says, you know, or not then, but if, in another example, if someone says, I've got to go away and, you know, ask my husband, that's usually kind of a false objection. So they are kind of not a hundred percent sure in their, in them making the, their own decision about it. And it often comes down to finances. Um, so what you could, you know, there's, there's lots of different ways to overcome the kind of the husband objection um, where you might say, well, look, what I could do is um, I have gotten onto calls before with husbands and wives. It's not ideal because you want this person to be empowered to make a purchase decision on them on, on their own, but quite often following up with an email. Sometimes it's just, you know, that's the process that they need to go through, whether or not they go and ask their husband or not. Um, it's just the process. But, you know, again, you can know whether or not that's, a, you know, that's that's the thing that they're asking themselves or that what they're telling themselves they have to go away and do. So I highly encourage you on all discovery calls to ask that question. It might feel direct, but it will tell you what is standing between you and 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 you making that sale. And hopefully it will draw out any objections, you know, or you are too too expensive. You're at the top of the ladder, or you know, okay, well that that is my price. You know, there's different ways of overcoming that, um, or it will just tease out you know the process and allow you to say, um, you know, okay, well you know that that's that's no problem. Let's sign a contract now. Let's keep the process moving. I am busy. I have one spot left. You can use different techniques to try to get them to move forward and um, and to help them make a decision because sometimes they know they want to make the decision, but it's just you know prioritizing for them 
when to make that decision. If you really want the sale, you can use uh, a closing technique, which is, well, I have capacity this month and I am, um, I am willing to kind of give you $250 off if you wanted to sign this month, just because I really do have the capacity now and I don't in the future. Um, you know, there's different ways of, of, of tackling that on a case by case basis. So I hope that that is helpful for you. I know that this is a powerful question to ask in all sales calls, and it will really tease out that that um, those objections for you and allow you to overcome those objections. Sometimes when you know what the objections are, you start to get really good at knowing what, um, what most people will say. You can actually preempt those objections. So in your sales call, you can say, look, you know, um, quite often people are evaluating two or three different, you know, service providers and they're going to be, you know, you're going to see a differentiation in price. What I would do if I were you would be to make sure that you're, 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 um, you're looking at apples to apples or, you know, you know, asking yourself, okay, is this investment going to give me a return? Or, um, you know, you know, the other one is, 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 is asking them the question of, you know, where are you going to be in three months time in one year's time? If you don't actually do this, you're going to be in the same place as you are right now. So this is why actually acting on, you know, um, on your on your on your vision uh, and investing in yourself is going to help you move forward and get momentum. So those are just some other ways of of having those kind of preempting those things in the conversation in the discovery call that are going to help you not have to even address them at the end.